0: The most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news you can use. Because today we have a good friend of mine on the, on the show. We, we've been only, well, about a couple of years now. And, uh, she is amazing with words and what she do. Her name is, uh, she's a PhD, uh, over here at Young Harris College. Her name is Ruth Looper. And, uh, she is a teacher over, a professor over there. And she, and she's done everything. And she's been there. She's been there since 1996. (laughs) But she finally has got her niche, and that's in teaching and teaching storytelling. So let's give a warm, extreme Carolina welcome to Ms. Ruth Looper. Hey, Ruth.
1: Hey, Michael. Thank you so much for having me on the well, show. It's, it's a our pleasure. pleasure.
0: And let's just dive right into it, so we can just be taking advantage of all the time that we have. So, with that said, sure. now you and and I said in the beginning that you had been uh at young harris since 1996 uh that's been a while yes that has been a while
1: it has been a wh- it has been a while i joke with my students that i've been at young harris since the earth was cooling <laughs> and, and i have the gray hairs well, to well,
0: it. and you know what and, and so you you've done all kinds of things uh uh, as a visiting uh, professor and which is when you decide to go, with young Harris, but you got your education from Emory University and, and, and Foreman yes. University as well. And, uh, so you have done yes. some, some getting some letters behind your name for sure. And, uh, so <laughs> with it. Uh, but now you came to, to attention to us with about storytelling. A couple of years ago, and yes. a, a mutual friend of ours. And let's give a shout out to Canute Rary, and uh, oh, yeah, big, big shout out, out to Canute because he is also a storyteller from Ohio, and uh, and so he is hooked up with what you guys are doing out there, and mm-hmm. uh, well, you guys are spreading it all out North Georgia and uh, Jonesboro, oh, yes. Tennessee, mm-hmm. just all over the place. And
1: Yeah, storytelling is having a real rebirth. So we're 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 lucky to be a part well, now of it. let me ask
0: you this, uh Ruth. So how did storytelling get on your radar and when it did, what made you fall head over heels in love with it?
1: Mm, I could talk about that for hours. So Uh, I'll I'll try to give you the short answer rather than the many years answer. Uh, You know, I've always been in in love with language, with words and, and what they are and what they can do. Uh, but most of my life has been focusing on words on the page, you know, printed mm-hmm. language. But years, years ago, my good friend and colleague and co-director of the Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival, Dr. Amanda Lawrence, she taught at Young Harris as well. And she taught a class on, um, orality, on, on storytelling, on oral literature tradition. And she asked different colleagues to teach mm-hmm. guest spots. So I was interested in slam poetry. So I taught a guest spot on slam poetry and she said, come with us to the international storytelling festival Mm -hmm. in Jonesboro, you know, which is the festival of all festivals and, you know, be a chaperone. She was taking students and I had never heard anything like that before. This was in Mm -hmm. 2013 and I was just knocked off my feet by what it was like to be in a tent with hundreds of other people listening to one person tell a story and how these storytellers were able to make a community, capture Mm -hmm. us with their words, take us on these journeys and nothing fancy, no special effects, just the power of the human voice. And it, it blew me away. So this and the students, uh, as I think I mentioned to you earlier, one of the things I noticed most mm-hmm. about storytelling is I would look at our students and realize, oh my goodness, they have not looked at their cell phones for forty-five mm-hmm. minutes. They are so it, captured by the power of the of these stories that they're not looking at their phones. I mean that's. Mm-hmm. Miracle. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I fight the cell phone all the time mm-hmm. for their attention. And the, the these storytellers were able to keep their attention. And I just was absolutely entranced with, with what these storytellers well, now, let
0: me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, finish up. Oh,
1: no, 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 well, no please was go ahead. I going to say, yeah.
0: Ruth, that, that these things are so powerful. I mean, and I heard you say about it, you know, how it is. But now let me ask you this. Who becomes a storyteller how How you get into it
1: that's an interesting question i I think that all of us tell stories that 's a cliche. I do think though that some people have the the gift of verbal communication and they have mm-hmm. the patience to practice it's mm-hmm. also a skill. And and they have a, a need uh, to to share their stories. I notice a lot of folks who are professional storytellers have been musicians. A lot of musicians have found okay, yeah, this is a way for me to reach an audience, and they weave in music mm. with stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard Reverend Robert Jones. Oh my gosh, Michael, you've got to. He he's a he's a pastor. But he's an incredible blues musician, and he realized that he could mm-hmm. tell stories about the blues mm-hmm. and weaving music. So a lot of musicians have been turning to this as a format, um, but I, I think it's a combination of having a gift, being willing to mm-hmm. acquire the skill, and having the, the need to, to share mm. stories. For, for example, you, I don't mean to make this too much about me, but I do not have the The need to share my story on stage. I do mm-hmm. not have the impulse. I I'll like to make it happen for right. other people.
0: You and Amanda both, um, okay.
1: So, well, Amanda tells. I mean, she also helps tremendously. My gosh, she's the co-director of our festival. But she also tells stories, and she's incredibly mm-hmm. good. Uh, so, um, I think it has, it, It's. It's maybe someone has an right, instinct right. for it. You could, Michael, you could tell stories. You're a natural born storyteller.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, thank you for saying it. I appreciate it. Uh, 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 I'm you're welcome. Interviewing all these other folks, storytellers, and people that are doing things mm-hmm. in the community, such as you. you you're you're mm-hmm. doing an amazing thing that you're setting it up. Now, what goes into setting up a storytelling festival?
1: before well a lot of work a lot of help we have a tremendous team of volunteers you know you mentioned Mm -hmm. Rary. uh, Kathy has helped me oh my gosh I can't even begin to name because I'll forget people but tremendous host of volunteers and we work years ahead uh, booking the artists we meet a lot of the storytellers at the International Storytelling Mm -hmm. Festival in Jonesboro and not, not to be immodest, but we have gotten a reputation for being a, a good festival and hospitable and warm and friendly. So tellers are contacting us now saying we want to come. Uh, that has made our, our just we leap with mm-hmm. joy because of that. And we have a great venue now in the Fine Arts Center, Union mm-hmm. County Public Schools, uh, run by you know, Gina Hawkins Fantastic mm-hmm. venue. So the, the first year at the Fine Arts Center was, what are we doing? How do we do it? But whenever you, because uh, we used to have it at the college and then moved, and that first year was a little dicey, but um, you just mm-hmm. keep plotting and learn from mistakes, which I'm sure we mm-hmm. have made so many. Uh, but um, with the help of volunteers and the people at the Fine Arts Center, and the patience of our tellers tellers are usually mm-hmm. really easy to work with were are able to schedule the storytelling mm-hmm. festival now of course covid changed everything but normally friday is uh, we have students coming in at the mm-hmm. the fine arts center and then saturday is for the general public and we have a combination of workshops and performances and
0: wonderful mm-hmm. programming sounds very very interesting Be sure to visit our brand new website, michaelborkman.com, to access exclusive online content, including over 150 episodes of previous content for free. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Extreme Carolina. So give us a like and a follow when you get a chance for access to giveaways and more. And lastly, if you don't want to miss an episode with our amazing guest, and trust me, you don't. You can now subscribe to our podcast and let the new episodes come to you automatically. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Just search Extreme Carolina. Now that that it, it, oh, yeah. center, you said it was at a school. Now, where is this school? I mean, you know, is it in Carolina? I mean, where's the North Carolina, Georgia?
1: It's in, it's in Georgia. It's in Union County. And Union County schools had the foresight to build a facility, a fine arts center that is for Union mm-hmm. County schools. And we were able to, uh, get this facility. Mm-hmm. We rent it. Um, luckily they have, uh, you know, cut rates for nonprofits. We're a nonprofit, but it's in Union County. And it's part of the Union mm-hmm. County Schools. It has state state of the art sound, yeah, yeah. can seat up to a thousand. I mean, it's a really wonderful. Wow! Assembly. I tell
0: you what, uh, we uh, what we what we're doing here now. We're up against the clock, and we're gonna we're gonna break away okay. just for a moment to give our sponsors an opportunity to jump in and do what they do. Now, thanks everybody for tuning in. Okay. This is ninety five point one with Extreme Carolina. Hold on, we'll be right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Extreme Carolina. Today, we have an amazing guest. We were just talking to him on the other side, but we had to break away for our sponsors. And now we have Miss Ruth Looper back in the house. And uh, she is an amazing lady with uh, setting up international storytelling festivals. And that international piece, I mean, so is that in, what makes it international? Somebody coming over from Mexico, Canada, or what? Well, one thing the
1: the what we have is the Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival. The International Storytelling Festival is in Jonesboro, Tennessee, and that's that's the the great mecca of storytelling mm. festivals. And it's called the International Storytelling Festival. Ours is the Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival. However, it it does have an international component because we really try to bring in a variety of voices to the Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival that's held at the FAC. And, for example, um, this, what we were going to have in Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival 2020 before COVID Mm -hmm. made us cancel, but we'll still bring these people, to give you a sense of the international component, is we have Gene Mm -hmm. Tagaban, who is a mag- really unbelievably talented storyteller and performer. He has got Tlingit, uh, the First Nations, uh, his heritage. He has Cherokee heritage. He has Filipino wow. heritage. So lo- lots of different voices there. We also have a young storyteller coming whose, uh, whose name is, um, and f- I hope I don't butcher this, but it's, it's, Carolina Gurtado, Gurtada- <laughs> and she, I know, I'm, forgive me, I'm sure I'm doing much damage to that, but we saw her at the International Storytelling Festival in Jonesboro and invited her to come to GMSF, uh, Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival, because she is uh, comes from the Andean heritage, the Andean mountains in the South America. And she lives in Georgia. She's married to an American soldier, but she has this rich heritage of Andean folk storytelling, dancing, uh, telling stories with uh, traditional dress and gestures. So she's coming and we have um, a woman named Noah Baum coming in October but she is mm-hmm. Israeli American, and she she's going to bring to us an incredible array of stories uh, from the Jewish tradition and what it means to be Israeli American. Nice. We have, a, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, isn't it? I mean, we. Uh, I'll always get a little shy because I don't want to sound immodest, but Amanda and I make a point of bringing in a variety of voices. We have Appalachian. We have afro you know, uh, mm-hmm. African-Americans who right. live in Appalachia. We have Native American. We have voices nice. from around the world.
0: So, it, 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 yes, <laughs> I love doing it. Fantastic, Ruth. I tell you what, uh, that is amazing what you guys are doing, and we're going to get a little more back into that. But before we get too far gone, I would like for people to know just a tad bit about you and how do we do that? Well, we ask a couple of questions. They're really softball questions, but they give us a feel for the person who's behind putting these festivals, these gigantic, wonderful festivals on. And so half of that partnership is you. And so we normally ask people to come on the show a couple of questions. One of them Ruth, is this. What book have you read recently that had the biggest impact on you and why? I am well as
1: a teacher of English. That's a great question. But I am reading a fantastic trilogy, and it's it's called March, and it's written by John Lewis. He also um, had another writer, uh, Andrew Aiden, and it's illustrated mm-hmm. by Nate Powell. But we we associate with John Lewis, John Lewis, and it's a three part black and white graphic memoir. That tells the story of John Lewis's life, but more, more specifically, the civil rights march over Pettus Bridge mm-hmm. in Alabama. And it is mm-hmm. so powerful. And I, I'm teaching this book in the fall. And what is uncanny is I chose this book mm-hmm. months ago. You know, we select our right. books months in advance. And uh, reading it as a pro- think about class and prepare for class, and then, with recent history, yeah. as horrible yeah. as it is with with the uh, uh, police brutality and, and the protests it, i am I'm just overwhelmed by how timely mm. this book is, and because John Lewis, who's always been a hero mm-hmm. of mine you know, he he is willing. I mean, he has. He's put mm-hmm. his life on the line, but he's absolutely committed mm-hmm. to nonviolence. And, and I, I believe in peaceful right. protest. You know, I yeah. believe in nonviolence. And his his story is inspiring. It's timely. And it, it shows what mm-hmm. really committing yourself to a certain wow, path can that achieve. That is so
0: amazing. We're going to put that in the show notes. So, people can uh, maybe go and get that book. And that was, and it's oh, by di- March. Yes. And it's uh-huh. March. And it's, by, uh-huh.
1: it's March, John Lewis. And the best way to get it, I'm looking at it now. This is what I've mm-hmm. ordered for my students. It's March, M A R C H, and it's John Lewis, Andrew Aiden, A Y D I N, and it's, it's mm-hmm. uh, Powell. Uh, but if you look up "March" by June, John Lewis, you'll find it. And the the most economical way of getting it is as is a trilogy mm-hmm. by Top Shelf Productions, uh-huh. and you can get a trilogy, of the whole all three, mm-hmm. it's three books. Uh, it won the National Book Award for a very reasonable mm-hmm. price.
0: Well, so it's
1: it's oh it's, it's worth
0: getting. Yeah. It's worth well, reading. I'm not one of your students, but I'd like it if you could uh send something my way so that i can talk about it when we put you on the air but you know hey that's a, you can do that oh, yes. okay i'll give you i'll give you uh, the address oh, sure. off the air but right now we need to keep it going and and one of the things okay. is, we like to ask each of our guests and that is what's the best advice that you ever receive can you share a little short something about that
1: I sure can. I mean, I've gotten so much good advice, but uh, I think I would say from my father, who was a complicated, interesting man. But one of the sayings that he told me from my earliest recollection till the day he passed away was the journey of a thousand miles begins Mm -hmm. with a single step. And uh, when I was young, I would... (laughs) <laughs> roll my eyes and think how hokey. Yeah. Me. Oh my gosh, you know, what a cliche. But as I've aged and f- faced, you know, many long journeys and obstacles, that has comforted me and strengthened me right. to think, okay, just move. Hey, mm-hmm. I just thought of something, and that goes with March. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that. The journey of a, of a thousand miles begins with a single step, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. With
0: your eyes on the prize, on the prize. yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about uh, off the air about that. I got got maybe maybe a surprise sure. for our listeners. But anyway, we're we're gonna okay. going to keep. we're almost up against the wall, and then there's one more I'd like to ask. And, and I know that you want to stretch it out, but if you keep it a little short for us, this one right here is okay. This. And we always love to ask this question: What do you, Ruth? Looper believed that most people don't.
1: Okay, well, as uh, I think I mentioned to you, I'm I'm not sure any of my beliefs are all that unique, but I tr- I believe absolutely in the power of words to break hearts, to heal hearts, to change uh, the course of events. So words have incredible mm. power.
0: Words. That's where we started. Words was what yes. got you involved yes. into teaching. And, yes. uh, and it has come, or I wouldn't say full circle, but has come back around. And mm-hmm. uh, now what I would like to do is we, we, we can't ask too many other questions because we're coming down to the end of the show. But one of the things I'd like to ask you is for you to tell our audience, uh, if 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 I wanted to, you know, bring my skills To one of your festivals, how do I reach out to you and find out what do I do?
1: Sure. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes, we always want to involve more people. So the best way, there's several ways of doing that too. Go online and go Mm -hmm. to our website. You can just type in Georgia Mountain Storytelling Festival, and our webpage will come up with contact information. Or you can email. Uh, info at GeorgiaMountainStoryFest dot org, but I think the easiest way would be to mm-hmm. go to our website, contact us, and we either Amanda or I will get back with you about how awesome. you can get involved. Well, we
0: will do that. We'll put that on the show notes as well, so people can yeah people can oh, find a way, and we'll do that. But unfortunately, right now we're out of time. And uh, thank you, Ruth. We appreciate you coming on the show. We may have oh, to answer wow. back to discuss some other things. Would you be willing to do that? Oh, of
1: course. Thank you so much, Michael.
0: Ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers that are passionate and purpose-driven, just like Ruth Looper here. And by listening to their stories, Extreme Carolina listeners will have the opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. And now, a short, short Very positive quote as we end the show with, and we'll say this. People with good intentions make promises, but people with good character keep them. (laughs) That was a good friend of mine, Eric Thomas, ET. And uh, thank you, everybody. Appreciate y'all being here on the show. We love y'all. God bless you. We are out. Peace.